0: You're listening to The Water Prairie Chronicles, a podcast that supports parents of children with disabilities by sharing the stories of individuals who have grown up with disabilities and the organizations available
1: to help parents along the way. Do you have a sensory sensitive child and feel like visiting a kids museum is too much stimulus for them? In today's episode, Harden Engelhard, the Vice President of Engagement at Marbles Kids Museum in Raleigh, North Carolina, talks with Tonya during a special sensory-friendly play event held at the museum last month. Let's join Tonya and Harden as they talk about what the museum has to offer for your child with a disability.
0: We're here tonight at the Marbles Kids Museum in Raleigh, North Carolina and our guest is Hardin Ingelhart. Hardin is the Vice President of Engagement at Marbles. I know some of our listeners are not familiar with Marbles at all. Mm-hmm. So can you give us a general description of what Marbles is?
2: Sure. Marbles is a children's museum in downtown Raleigh. Our mission is to spark imagination, discovery, and learning through play. Um, our, our museum is very hands-on, play-based. Our core audience is two to 10-year-olds, but we serve kids younger and older and their families. We also have an IMAX theater as part of our organization that shows educational documentaries and feature films as they are available. Um, So our core product is just coming to play in the museum. Um, But in addition, we have special family events, we have camps, um, we are an event rental facility for weddings and things like that. So all, all kinds of things going on at Marvel's all the time.
0: So I was looking through the website and some of your promotional materials and I see the word play listed everywhere. Mm-hmm. What is why is play so important? So play is the way
2: that children learn. We know that play supports social and emotional well-being, physical health, um, play, helps families connect with each other, helps kids form connections with other children and other adults. And Marbles is a place that everyone in our community comes to play. We're very proud that anytime you come here to Marbles, you'll see the full diversity of our community playing here. Um, and so we feel that it's a way for people to, to kind of build bridges with each other across our community um, and kind of come together and learn about each other, which is even more critical as we emerge from this pandemic
0: yes absolutely um, so I've seen some when I was looking through the website I saw different references to this but what age is marbles geared toward and in addition to that is it just for that age group sure so we say
2: that our sweet spot is two to eight year olds but we do have children younger and older playing here um, we have school group programs for preschool through grade eight we have a large teen Play corps volunteer program. So we have rising sixth graders through high school students who uh, grew up playing at Marbles and don't want to stop. And so now they volunteer here with us. Um, we had our Princess Tea last weekend, and we had some of our teen Play corps volunteers there. And I said, hey, did you guys come to Princess T when you were kids? And they t- shared all kinds of stories about, yes, they would come to Princess T, and these were their memories. And they were just thrilled to be able to make it happen for, for a new generation of kids. Fun, fun. Do you have adult activities too? We sure do. So lots of adults love to come to our IMAX theater. We have the largest screen in North Carolina. So a lot of movie aficionados will come see their movies here. And then in addition, four times a year, we have our 21 Marbles events, which are we're only open for adults to come and play. And those are themed. Our next one is coming up at the end of the month, and it's a Harry Potter theme. So that's always very popular. And we have a couple of other events. We have our Big Idea Forum, which is um, kind of a luncheon for folks to come and learn about play and get inspired to bring play into their work environments. So that's coming up in March. And we have a speaker, Katherine Pierce, who just released a book called The Power of Fun, um, which I'm reading now. And it's all about how important it is for us as adults to weave play into our daily lives. and we have our imagination ball, which is a gala, um, a fundraising gala. Lots of fun music, great food, um,
0: silent auction, fun, fun. Mm-hmm. I knew there were. I, I didn't realize that much. There was that much. I knew mm-hmm. I'd seen the twenty one. Twenty one marvels. Yeah, uh-huh. that one. But I had not been aware of the other things. So yes, that's, that that's fun to, see, to hear. <laughs> So some basic questions about the museum itself. So, how much are the tickets currently? Now, Mm -hmm. this—if you're looking at this two years from now, I can't guarantee it'll be the same. But but what are the the tickets now?
2: So, our tickets are nine dollars for everyone over age one, um, and we do offer memberships for people who plan to come and play a lot. So, if you're if you're planning to be here on a regular basis, that's a really great deal. And then on currently, well, we're currently open Wednesday through Sunday. We're closed currently on Mondays and Tuesdays. but on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays, we have play late for less, so between three, after three o'clock, the admission is half price. Okay. In addition, we work really hard to make sure that um, cost is never a barrier for people to come and play at Marble. So we have um, some access programs, we call them our full circle access programs, and we work with other nonprofits serving vulnerable children and families in the community nice. to make sure that um, they can come and play whether it's we give them passes or free field trips we have a camp scholarship, so we want everyone to come and play nice
0: i know um our children because we live near the area they came as part of their elementary mm-hmm. school years and mm-hmm. loved it and that was my first exposure was coming as a chaperone okay. to some of those so um, um hard mentioned the the kids play core program Mm -hmm. Um, our daughter Emily was was the first group that came in so um, so she was here for five years I believe with Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. and um, hated aging out of that (laughs) so she even wore her her um, neck lanyard that you gave her at graduation at school so so it was fun Um, so so I know how much they are how do you purchase the tickets
2: so uh, we were closed from March 2020 until September 2020. Although we did um, run our summer camps in a new way, summer of nice. 2020. So that was that was an adventure. Um, but what we did do while we were closed was we accelerated um, a new software point of sale system implementation. So it's supposed to be an 18 month process, and we accelerated that and. Had it in place in six months, right before we (laughs) reopened. And so now we have um, online ticketing. So you go on our website, you make an account the first time around, and then you purchase your tickets online. Um, And we plan to keep that system in place um, ongoing because it allows us to um, control our capacity. So we were bursting at the seams pre pandemic with some, if the weather was bad, we'd have 3,000 people here, which is too many people. So now we're able to control our capacity and also spread people out throughout the day because everyone wants to come at 10 o'clock. Um, right. But if they try, if 10 o'clock is sold out, then they'll, they'll purchase another time. So,
0: the, so is that the, the only th- way to purchase tickets now is it online? Is. It okay. is, yep, okay. it is. So we talked about some of the activities that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the major events, you talked about the Princess Tea. Mm-hmm. Um, and is that just for girls coming in?
2: Absolutely not. We See, have, I was thinking there were some things there. We have some princes <laughs> and superheroes that come to that, too. And we have other special events. We have our Halloween event, which is Cookie Spooky. Um, we brought those. Our special, Cookie for Cookie Spooky was the first special event that we brought back oh, this good. fall. So we have Cookie Spooky, our Halloween event. We have um, Evening with Elves, which oh, is good. our holiday <laughs> <That's> event. <it. laughs> we have a gingerbread jamboree Um Event and then we have the princess tea, um, as well as some of those
0: adult events that I mentioned. And are those on the website? How do you find those events to know what they are?
2: So that we have um, on the website, there is a tab that says I think events and programs, and so you can go on that and see what all of our events and programs are, and that will also take you to online ticketing for our events okay, as well. Okay, good,
0: good. So you can check as other things
2: may be rolling mm-hmm. out in the
0: future mm-hmm.
2: with that. And movie movie tickets are also an online purchase
0: now okay so and the movie when she spoke about the imax earlier that's that's the movie tickets Mm -hmm. that we're talking about now that now that we have a better idea of what the museum itself entails what i want to think now about our special needs community Mm -hmm. so because our listeners for the most part have children with disabilities we also have um, special education teachers that are listening Mm -hmm. and different professionals and Mm -hmm. so they can pass this on to their clientele Mm -hmm. as well but thinking about those disabilities um, specifically ones that are blind and visually impaired. Mm-hmm. So what um, accommodations have you made for that group itself? Mm-hmm.
2: So we have, we, when people let us know ahead of time that they have, um, they're blind or have visual, visual disabilities, we're able, and they let us know ahead of time, we're able to have a team member support their visit, kind of okay. accompany them on their visit, whether that's to support the child or to support a parent who has um, issues with vision. So that's Mm -hmm. one of our accommodations for specifically for kids who are blind or have low vision. Yeah, I'm going
0: to walk through different different specific ones just because as you're looking through um, the way that the indexing is on both podcast and video, Mm -hmm. you can search um, through the audio. Okay. And so um, if someone's looking for specific areas, maybe we can help Mm-hmm. Um, get them that information okay. a little bit easier that way um, so on your maps or your brochures do you have Braille or large print
2: we do not have Braille we are able to print out the large print for folks as needed
0: okay and is it available digitally if they were to use a phone or an iPad everything is available digitally. Okay. Now. So, yep. which is sometimes the easiest way mm-hmm. to access these days mm-hmm. um, for our children coming in or even parents coming in that have wheelchairs mm-hmm. how accessible is the museum for them
2: so we, um, all of our exhibits, we follow universal design practices so that all of our exhibits are accessible to anyone with any kind of physical disabilities and to um, kids and adults in wheelchairs. So um, anything that has a step, you'll find that there is a ramp. Um, we okay. have, if there's a table, we have tables at different levels oh, good.
0: to make sure that um all, all children can play with all the things. <laughs> well, I was thinking that would be maybe an easier one, too, because your children are different heights, too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that would maybe help. But can the wheelchairs get in close enough for the children to be able to play if they're in the wheelchair? Yes. So in,
2: in the universal design principles, they give you the specifications that you need oh, to follow in order to accommodate you know, turning radiuses and things like that.
0: And I know coming in, um, we're on the second floor right now. We use the elevator. So I know there's an elevator to get mm-hmm. up, and I saw the ramps in different places. Um, there's yep. even a outdoor dry creek mm-hmm. that has a ramp over that. So, yes. um, so you'll be able to get from point A to point B yep, pretty for easily. Sure. Um, for our kids who are deaf or hearing impaired, mm-hmm. um, accommodations for that group
2: again when we know in advance we're able to support those visits with a team member who can Mm -hmm. help Um, and we also have had several field trip groups um, come and so the teachers will um, bring some of those accommodations Um, when when requested in advance we're also able to
0: provide for sign language oh good do any of your um, interactive displays have audio as part of them
2: very few. We try to be as tech-free as possible here, um, so very few.
0: Okay, so, so it should all be accessible for them. Mm-hmm. Good. So for our families coming in who maybe have multiple children and they need a, a personal care attendant with one of their children, mm-hmm. can you accommodate for that, and how do they, how do they purchase their tickets for that sure. individual?
2: Um, we, they actually, the a ticket is not required for a personal care attendant. You okay. can find details about all of that on our website. We have an accessibility page on our website that kind of spells out that. So we do allow for personal care attendants. Um, we do have some um, some therapists who will come and see children here right. in this space, and so that is also free if it's okay. arranged in advance. Um, and we do also allow for. Um,
0: their service animals to come. With oh, good. I was going to ask about that too. Yep. Um, for those listening and watching the video, sometimes you may have, if you have a very young child right now, you may have an occupational therapist or a physical therapist to ask to meet you somewhere, and so this would be a great place for them to see your child playing in a relaxed environment and be able to take some evaluations with them that way, or maybe to put them in different situations where they can test some different skills that's harder mm-hmm. to do at your home. Um, that's typically going to be our infants and preschool mm-hmm. age group. But we um, also
2: have therapists who are kind of helping
0: parents understand how to best navigate being in public right, spaces too. Right. Oh, a great, a great, a great place to come and, and completely have your child um, transfixed with something else yes. <laughs> while while you're trying to learn these things. Um, with our sensory sensitivity group, mm-hmm. so tonight we're specifically here for a sensory event. Mm-hmm. Um, but what are some of the things that you're doing for that group if they were to come during a regular playtime?
2: Sure. Um, you know, so tonight is our sensory-friendly playtime, so we're open exclusively for kids with disabilities and their families for free in a kind of lower sensory environment, um, and we bring in partners who also provide services to connect parents with some resources that they may not be aware of. Um, so we love doing that, and families have told us that's very important to them, so there's, you know, there's that push for inclusivity and not exclusivity, but parents have right. said that they really appreciate being able to come when it is just families like them. So we heard heard that and we'll keep keep those exclusive days. Um, And our team loves to work um, sensory friendly um, playtime days, but I have to remind the team, like we have, yes, we have kids with disabilities playing here on those nights, but every day we have kids of all abilities playing at marbles. And so you are doing this work anytime you are at work. Um, So we make sure that the museum is accessible, welcoming, um, and, for, for any child, any day. Um, we have some special, in addition to the universal design that helps mm-hmm. with accessibility, um, we also have some special tools and resources that families can use. So we have a plan your play kit, so um, kids can have an idea of what to expect before they come and play, okay, good. helps with transitions too. Um, we have um, some special maps that will show you where some of the quieter areas are oh, if your kid needs a break um, and maybe where some of the more stimulating areas are that you may <laughs> want to avoid. So that's a resource. And we also have tools that parents can check out. So noise-canceling headphones, weighted oh, blankets, some fidgets, those sorts of things.
0: Oh, good, good. So it sounds like this is going to be a perfect place to come no matter mm-hmm. what your child's issues mm-hmm. may be. Um, so There's that the whole quieter, family can come.
2: <laughs> exactly. There's also quieter times of the day year and week too that we can recommend if you want to come at a time where it's not as busy. So afternoon, any weekday afternoon tends to be quieter and then um, weekends weekends are busier but weekend later in the afternoon also tends oh, okay.
0: to be quieter. If they call the main number for the museum, mm-hmm. can they ask those times to so does someone actually answer when they call in yes. or is it going to an automated nope, system we pick up the phone okay. and we're open good so if you are in the area um and those of you that are from out of state if you're traveling into north carolina this would be a great a great resource for you to think about coming maybe as part of your vacation the um and so they could call ahead of time and figure out mm-hmm. what it is make their appointment on the website, sure. so they know what time sure. they're coming in. We Excellent. will return. We
2: will return to seven day a week operations um, starting this June. Oh, so when we return to seven day a week operations, in addition to afternoons being quieter, the our
0: Mondays will be a group free um, okay. day. Okay. So I'll keep it. So field trips won't be too. coming in during Correct. that time. Okay, good. The all um, right. So for this night, the sensory friendly activity? Mm -hmm. What what is it called? Sensory-friendly?
2: Sensory-friendly playtime.
0: Sensory-friendly playtime. How often do you offer those?
2: We offer them monthly. Um, We brought those back um, for the first time in June we started okay. a new July 4th transition uh, July 4th celebration and tradition because we, we did it once it's now an annual thing right day. exactly um, <laughs> so we were closed to the general public on July 4th and only open for uh, several hours in the morning um, for kids with disabilities and oh, their nice. families and that was a great way for them to be able, able to celebrate July 4th cuz right. July 4th isn't super oh, I really like that. sensory friendly <laughs> um, also on our sensory friendly playtime um, days or nights, um, we have a Lights Up, Sound Down movie in our IMAX theater, oh, nice. um, which is great for kids with disabilities, and so we also have them kind of sporadically, because um, <laughs> it's also great for little kids who may be their first movie, and the dark is scary, and mm-hmm. the, the noise is scary, so the Lights Up, down, Sound Down is a great option, too.
0: Oh, good. So the, um, so they can sign up for that re- regularly, just the tickets. Mm-hmm. Are they mar- are those nights marked on the IMAX there, as well. so we
2: always do one, bef- um, at five o'clock on any day that we're doing the sensory friendly playtime, and those okay. t- that's free. Then too, when we do it at other times, those are ticketed.
0: Okay, okay. Well, this is a nice resource to the community mm-hmm. that that there's no charge for these nights mm-hmm. too, because mm-hmm. I, I had not realized that. Yeah. Well, the- one other
2: thing we have for
0: yeah. um. We
2: have uh, four times a year, we have an event called Family School Partnership Days. So Wake County Public School preschool classrooms that serve mostly children with special needs or kids who are academically at risk um, four times a year. They have every month, they have a day called Family School Partnership Day where they don't go to school and they do other things. So there might be parent teacher conferences or teachers might do home visits or they go on a field trip. So four times a year, we, we, say no to other school groups, and we only invite all of those classrooms here to play. Nice. So that's also a day when we have a lot of kids and families with special needs here with their classes and their teachers. We bring in a lot of partners, again, to connect families with um, resources, and we add in some extra programming that aligns with whatever the curriculum they're studying at that time.
0: Do you, I know before COVID, you had the um, the kindergarten night or daytime. Do okay, you still have that?
2: We brought that back this year too. Oh, good. Yep. and then another program we have um, is called ready set school we've been doing this for about five years now so that's a program um, where we are we serve children three to five who have no preschool or daycare and who are likely to attend one of wake county public schools lower performing schools so it's a way we're bolstering the kid and the family's school success but also the school's Mm -hmm. success um so they come it's a four-week series they come for four um, sessions. They have a parent-child class. They have dinner together. There's a parent workshop they nice. play in the museum. And if they come to all four sessions, they get a museum membership. Um, okay. So we are serving a lot of at-risk children there, too. Um, kind of a sweet story, uh, two weeks ago, um, we had a mom who showed up for Ready, Set, School. She was not registered for Ready, Set, School, but she <laughs> had heard about it and applied um, and they had just moved here from India three months ago oh, wow. um, and her son is four and he does not speak any English and she was also kind of validly concerned about his um, development and whether he was on track and she could just see how desperate she was and so she just showed up and we said sure you can come and participate and she um, kind of hung back after the session to talk to me and the other. Um, Facilitator and said, you know, I'm very concerned about my son. We just moved here. I don't know who to turn to for help. Um, you know, I, you know, this was the only thing I found. Um, and so we were able to connect her with Project Enlightenment oh, nice. for some testing, right? And some other resources. Um, and she came back the next week with her son and her husband, and you could just see that like a weight had been lifted. She had an appointment for screening for her son mm-hmm. with Project Enlightenment, and just."
0: the weight had been lifted and she kind of was like wow i'm gonna get some help my son's gonna get some help well was, and the, and that's the type of family that we're hoping to serve with mm-hmm. water prairie is mm-hmm. because you do face that when you go into new areas you don't know where to even start with mm-hmm. it and um and especially in this situation, I hadn't thought about it. our families coming in from out of the country, even. Mm-hmm. So now you have the language and just the cultural barrier. Mm-hmm. Things are done differently yep. from state to state, much less country to country. Yep. yep.
2: <laughs> so another uh, kind of interesting thing that sometimes happens here is um, we have our summer camps are for starting at age three, and so oftentimes, oh wow, they're young. so oftentimes, will be the first. Um, Thing that a child has done away from their parents and in a group setting, and so sometimes we are able to see differences that the parent might not be aware of yet and kind of point those out very gently to the parent and connect them immediately right. with resources that can help them figure out if there is maybe an issue there. Right.
0: Nice. All right, so the last thing I wanted to ask about was, on your website, we talked about that earlier, um, I noticed that there are some play resources, or mm-hmm. there's a tab for that. Mm-hmm. What's invo- What's included in that section of the website? Sure. Not sure <laughs> what's on there now. <laughs> and we're actually in the process of
2: redoing our website, but I'll tell you what you see okay. Um in, in general, what might they sure. find in that area? <laughs>
0: um,
2: there is a social story there that will let folks know what it's like to come to Marbles, and they can kind of oh. like, scroll through and see some pictures of exhibits so kids know Uh, what to expect if that's something that they need. Um, You can find our map on there. Um, You can find some of our play posters that have suggestions for ways to play at home um, that support school readiness and development. That's in English and in Spanish. Our Ready Set School program is also a bilingual program. Um, And then we also have a booklet that we pass out on those family school partnership days that we created in cooperation with the school system that talks about kind of play prompts for parents for how to play in our exhibits but also some prompts that the school system helped us write for um, how to support your child if they um, have disabilities when they're playing at marbles oh nice
0: nice Um, part of what I had seen on there were the the home activities there were some things to do from home and um, because as you say play is important Mm -hmm. this is and and our parents are listening the majority of them are going to have younger children Mm -hmm. so this is where we're starting from with yep. them is, yep. um, and no matter what you may be facing with doctor appointments and physical restrictions, mm-hmm. play is still part of growing up, and it's how our children learn. Yep. So, yep. Um, so that that's why I wanted to emphasize yeah. that. That
2: we also did, yeah. we um, when when we had to close the museum, we, we still wanted to stay connected to our audience and still mm-hmm. bring play into kids and families' lives. And so, on the very first day that we closed, we started producing play videos that gave kind of prompts. Oh, um, fun. and demonstrated how to do some play activities at home. So we, um, we published, at, we would publish at least three of those a week for about the first year and a half of the wow. pandemic. Um, and many of those are, they're on our YouTube channel, many of those are also closed captioned.
0: Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. So um, we've listed a lot of resources here. We'll put in the show notes for the podcast and in the description of the video any of the links that we have for these. Um, The book that you mentioned that that you're reading now um, definitely we will have the website for Marble so you can can get connected there. And then um, your YouTube channel as well so that they can can get in there because I think that will help them. Mm-hmm. come through. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate you sharing all this with us. I think I think it's a great resource. Um, I'm just a little bit biased because like I said, I, I was here when, when my kids were younger, but also um, Emily fell in love with it when she was, was volunteering here. Mm-hmm. But we have um, part of all of our interviews. We do what we call the speed round. The speed round is not difficult at all. But it can be that way if you overthink it. Okay. So, so it's a series of 10 questions. The mm-hmm. first three are open-ended questions. Okay. And then the seven after that are either or. Right. And um, on the either or, if you don't like the choices and really can't choose, you can either say both or pass. Okay. But, or make um, up my own answer. Or make up your own, okay. yep. So, and what we're doing is we, we're still kind of early in this, but we're going to start charting the answers and seeing where our outliers are, where our common answers are, and um, we thought it would be kind of a fun way. That's fun. So, um, so I'm not timing it. I, was, okay. um, I timed it, I think, for, Steve, did I time it for you? Um, for 30 seconds, and we were way past it. <laughs> so, okay. so we decided that we're not going to set a timer anymore. All right. We're, all right, so your first three questions, um, open-ended ones. So what is your favorite color? Black. And what's the last book that you read? Power of Fun. And so you've, you've already answered that uh-huh. one. <laughs> your favorite holiday? Christmas. So far, everyone has answered to to the Thanksgiving or Christmas. It'll be interesting huh. to see, see when we start getting one beyond that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, so the rest of these are all either or. I'll okay. give you two, two words or phrases. You choose okay. which one. Um, so the first one, cake or ice cream?
2: Cake. Actually, just the frosting.
0: <laughs> Ooh, interesting. <laughs> Batman or Superman? Neither. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> she isn't playing fair here. Yes. <laughs> ocean or mountains? Mountains, for sure. Winter or summer? Summer. Watch a movie or read a book? Read about uh, Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings. Harry Potter and Twitter or Instagram. Instagram. All right, you um, you actually fell outside of the norm for almost all the questions. Wow, <laughs> that, that was interesting. <laughs> um, so thank you, and I'm hoping that our um, some of our listeners will come and can check it out. If you do come to Marbles, or if you've been before and have information you want to share, leave it in the comments um, so that we can can learn from each other with this and if you're coming from out of state and come and visit, um, I'd like to hear, hear what your thoughts were coming in. So thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us.
1: I think everyone enjoys a good excuse to go play and Marbles is a great place to do just that. If you visited Marbles, write your favorite memory in the comments below so others can understand what a special place it is for families. Next week, Tonya finishes her interview with our son, Christopher, as he talks about how he manages his study and training schedule at college while working through the challenges of dysgraphia, ADHD, and narcolepsy.
0: You've been listening to the Water Prairie Chronicles. Any resources mentioned during this episode will be posted in the description. If you're interested in joining us as a guest, contact us through the links in the description below. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week for a new episode.